What's up, guys? Russ Lyman here, and welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. This week, we're jumping back into the Warp Pipe, and we're taking a look at 80s and 90s board games. And we have a special guest, Parasite Steve, from the Retro Redoctopus podcast. We're excited to have him. It's going to be a great episode, guys. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe. I'm Russ Lyman. What's up, guys? I'm NES Addict. And we got special guest, Steve's here. Apparently, I don't know how I got here, but here I am. I ran into guys. I ran into Uh, Steve at a Congo, at a Congo, at an Algo swap meet, and I was like, "Dude, you should be on our on our podcast." Steve has his own podcast. That is true. Uh, I am Parasite Steve, aka Steve Ann Sampson. Um, I am on the Retro Reductus Cephala podcast. uh, For those of you who might not know, we do have shirts, and that's (laughs) one of them. Uh, <laughs> we do uh, do nostalgia of all shapes and sizes, including video games, movies, TV, uh, snacks, and board games, That's which we like are us. here to talk about tonight. It's freaking awesome! So hey, like we, are, we are we are kindred spirits. Snacks, we Good did stuff. snacks and all that. Yeah, we're doing yeah. board games tonight, though. So I thought it'd be great to have. I heard the episode one of them that you guys did with board games. Yeah, I was like, thanks. let's have Steve on. Awesome, um, thanks, man. I appreciate we, it. We made a list. Um, I tried to get ones that came out in the eighties and nineties because some games. Mm-hmm. You know, like shoots and ladders. Maybe you played it in the eighties, but when was that? When was that invented? Like in the sixties? Oh yeah. my god! You know, it, so, it is so amazing. Long ago. Like hi, it is amazing that you asked that. Um, <laughs> uh, we did an entire episode on toys. We called it nineties toys that aren't actually from the nineties. Right. Nice. That's and a good one. Right there. There down, are. Jay. Yeah. What it, what it is is like a lot of games, especially board games, come around like every generation, mm-hmm. and every group of kids assumes that the toy is their toy. Right. And in fact, a lot of them are really old. We found out a lot of games come from the 70s and earlier, some of the uh, 60s, 50s. There are toys, too. That, I mean, obviously. So Crossfire is older than you Crossfire. Think it is. I yeah. was going to talk about this game, but it, it didn't come yeah. out in the 80s. No, it came out in the 70s. The game's 50 year, 51 years old. It's insane. Yeah, that, that had two releases. But um, yeah, cool game, though, right? Right, Amazing. yeah, that's back of the that, box. that says eighty-seven and ninety-three for Milton Bradley. And, you nice. know, who, who can not forget the commercial? That was the best I part. Mean, the, I mean, the the song is amazing. It is. I literally watched it like ten minutes ago just yeah. to hear it again. Yeah. Crossfire, yeah. you'll yeah. get caught up in. Yeah, <laughs> you get caught up in the crossfire, crossfire. and then the end. Crossfire. Mm. So good, so eighties. Like, yeah, you get the face metal. melter at the end. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. So, is that your your original Crossfire box? No, I, pi- I no? picked that up at a Goodwill, and unfortunately, okay. I was taking the thumbnail picture. I dug it out, and it yeah. it, it got some like mold on the box, being uh, in the basement. Yeah. So yeah, I might have happens. to toss the box. No, yeah. don't toss. It. I was thinking, what if what if I covered the entire thing in packing tape? So contain the mold. Well, I would try um, uh, a little vinegar, just uh, vinegar and water, and just gently. Gently okay. brushed it. I did hit it with um I have a solution that's half water, half rubbing alcohol, and just hit it with a microfiber. Vinegar. Vinegar, vinegar kills better. Vinegar kills mold. Okay. Vinegar is your best know. friend. There's your board yeah. game tips for uh <laughs> cleaning your old board games. Uh 
Yeah, I had a, uh, a disaster with, um, I actually, years ago, like a, one of my big collector things was anime cells. And uh, I had some anime cells that were framed, but mm -hmm. I moved and I put them in the basement. And one of the anime cells was from the show Ronin Warriors. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yes, one. yes. Uh, so this was my favorite uh, character of the bunch, the the blue guy, dark blue guy, Rowan. And uh, oh my God, prize possession, like the first anime sale I ever bought. It was framed, guys. It was framed. And I go down. It was only it was only in the basement for a couple of months or something. It was absolutely covered in mold. I, I took oh. it. I was heartbroken. I took it out, and there there were it was two layers. And a lot of times, uh, especially with anime, they'll, you know, you see just the mouth move. Mm -hmm. Right. This is what I do, by the way. I do tangents. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get through it quickly. I do the mouth. So the mouth movement, the mouth is on one piece of acetate. And then mm -hmm. and then the, the rest of the characters on the rest. Um, well, it was in between. Uh. It was in bet I mean, like, so I was so heartbroken. I, th I was I was like beside myself. I was almost going to throw it away. I was so upset. And uh, I, I cleaned the entire thing very carefully with um, vinegar, vinegar and water. And uh, it's amazing. It just, it vinegar kills. Science works. Science vinegar for the wins. Yeah. <laughs> Mold. Mm -hmm. I'm going to dig out one of my games. I played this religiously with my mom, like every, every week. And this is a 90s board game. Not okay. sure how many people remember it, but. It's the Adams Family Family Reunion game. Nice. I had I never don't... even heard of that game until I saw no. the list and I watched the video on it. Yeah, this came out in 91. Pressmen put it out, and it's after you know the movie, um, mm -hmm. the Adams Family with uh yeah. Ronald Julia's as uh as Gomez. Yeah. And yeah, it's a super fun game. You know, it's got a regular uh board game that you a uh, board that you just have to travel around and you have to get all the guests. For your party, the uh, your Adams family guests, so you have to get certain family members to win the game. Neat. Cool. Um, I actually have a stack of games right here. I can I can it. share I can share a few. Here's here's a here's for one. those who are watching on YouTube, you can physically see it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do our best to describe it though. This is a game that did come out in the eighties. Let me see. Oh, this, Dungeons and Dragons! I can see. No, it. it's not. It's not Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, oh, I think uh, I might know what it is. All right, it's called. Oh, don't wake the don't dragon. wake the dragon! I totally don't remember that. Dragon. Oh. So this, I'm looking for a date on here, but I can't. I don't think it says it. So the uh, 1986. 86. Okay, nice. Oh, so this was a really unique game. It's fun for kids for sure. Very simple game, mm -hmm. but basically you have a the board is like this blow molded, really neat thing where it's got like icebergs. It's this like very 3D thing, and they're all icebergs, and you control little penguins, and you have to get the penguins around. And there's a central iceberg with a dragon sleeping. And yes. if you if you you just get around by rolls, and if you roll the wrong thing, then the dragon uh, will maybe wake up, and the the icebergs will randomly shake, and maybe will fling your penguin off. But the object of the game is to steal eggs from the dragon, and then get back to your home, and you have to dump like three eggs in home, and I think, and, and that's it, you win. But it's it's just a weird like combination of <laughs> things, right? Like 
Yeah, penguins, penguins and dragons and ice, ice. also. Yeah. Like what? Why would a it's dragon be near ice? Penguins and ice makes sense, right? But, but dragon. Oh, true. But the dragon. It's and then, very and then weird. Why are the penguins stealing the dragon's egg? That's what I want to know. They eating I it? I think. I think they <laughs> want to eat omelets? it. Yeah. No, I. Think that's I, I definitely played this growing up. So you definitely like yeah. sparked. Like, oh my god! I totally remember this board game. Yeah. Yeah, that was I don't a good one. Playing uh, it, but I remember seeing it. Seeing it. And when my daughter um, was like, you know, I don't know, maybe seven or so, we were kind of digging into a bunch of old board games. And that was kind of the one that she had the most fun with. Nice. And I think it's I think it's the cutest like of the ones that I had because I always had more badass looking stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was kind of like the cute one I held on to. But she, gotcha. You know, so, yeah, that was a good one. What about you, Jay? What do, what do you got for board games? Dude. <sighs> I don't, I didn't really have many board games growing up. I had like, uh, I had this one like Christian board game. I don't know when it came out. It was called The Great Put On. I'll okay. Because it, it's the only thing I remember. The Great Put On. And, it, and it, so it had like the board and it had like the little spinny thing. And your idea was like to, it, you had like a puzzle and it was like a, a, a man, a woman, a boy, a girl. And so it could be like four players. And the 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 whole object was to <laughs> to put on the armor of God. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. So yeah, that's what you get for having a Baptist minister as a father. Was that a <laughs> was that a board game made by LJN or something? What was that? I, I can't even tell you who made it. it. It's it might be downstairs. I would have to run and get it. Wow. <laughs> I mean that is. I, I, I think would love we, to I think see we that. actually still have it. Would you like the to great- see it? The great put on, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna step out and go grab it. Okay, okay you do that. And we'll discuss other board games. Well, Jay looks for that. Do you got another one handy? Um, well, we could do one on your list that I don't have because I have. Uh, why don't we talk about Tornado Rex? So that one I don't physically have, but that that is a great game. Um, came out in Tornado- 1991. Tornado Rex came out in 1991. Awesome blow molded board. Another one of the greatest board, like the physical board itself. Um, it was, I think, two pieces that um, they were clamshell like together in the mm-hmm. box. You kind of just like fit inside each other. They just kind of spooned in there, and uh, and then you take it out and um, and I think they snapped together. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. And it was a really cool like looking thing. Like not only was it topographical. But um, the the print on it was really great and um, well drawn, and it had like really interesting like lime green grass. And uh, the 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 gimmick was this character Tornado Rex, which um, I don't actually know for sure, but I assume that the initial creators of this game wanted to do a Taz game, right? Right, very Tasmanian Devil like. Probably just couldn't get the rights to do a Taz game, right? So they're they, like, we'll just make it uh tornado rex and so i mean i that's the only thing that makes any sense because he's just taz right he he's has just the, the spinning motion that taz does he even looks like taz he's just like a <laughs> green and purple kind of taz it's just tornado so rex, weird huh? yeah tornado rex yeah <laughs> but uh it was great you know you're you know you're the the guy and you're you know you guys are trying to race to the top or something and and if you know you the wrong thing happened then tornado rex would uh maybe get you and what what it was was a top and uh, you'd spin. The, it was like a, a spinner, and you mm-hmm. fit the top into the spinner, crank it a bunch of times, and then you'd press the button, and he would like be really wound up, and he would just kind of slowly make his way around the topographical map. And it was, you never knew where, where he was going to go. Right, if you're going to get knocked off or what? Yeah, knocked off. Yeah, it was great. That's game. a stress. Fun. Yeah, 
fun game. Any luck, Jay? Did you find the the game? Oh my god. <laughs> the great put on. There it is. Oh my and it's god. labeled Jay's game. <laughs> yeah. So apparently it was uh it was made in 1985. Okay. Patton wow. Young. And wow. uh, I had it, I had it for a while, and then I donated it to the church that my dad worked at. Mm-hmm. And then, like years later, I thought about it, and I was like, "I wonder if that game's still there." And I went in the library and found it. Wow! <laughs> I'm sure no one had ever played it. Right? <laughs> so like, I'm like, taking, I'm taking open. this back. So I stole oh my god, church. that is so funny. So I, I mean, it's your game. game church. Jeez, you just stole it. It's yours. You just took it back. You your name's it. on it, so you can't get in trouble. <laughs> Jay's game. Exactly. Oh anyway, my god, that is. I like to see that. That's great. Thank you for getting that. That's amazing. Absolutely. I can't believe you knew right where it was. I can't believe I still have it. <laughs> oh I probably God, got that in amazing. 1988. That is amazing. All right. I got a couple of quick ones for you. These aren't games okay. that I'm really, I'm not nostalgic for the play, like the gameplay. It's just, I kept them because I like the licenses. Um, okay. So I have this X-Men game. Oh, Let's, nice. Love it. That's okay. cool. X-Men alert adventure game. Pretty cool. Uh, the really neat thing is, I'll show you the back. Um, if you can see along the bottom, mm-hmm. a lot of characters. So all of those characters came with the game. They're little plastic figures, every single one of them. It's really cool. There's, um, I don't know, there's got to be like Professor Probably X. Like 20, 25. Yeah. 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 Press Professor X in his chair and. I mean, this was uh, this was in the '90s, I think. I think this was uh, yeah, so '92, so right when the series came out. Yeah. So this is a lot of those characters, but then there are other uh, other characters that they added that weren't mainstays on the show, like Nightcrawler's in here, uh, Shadow Cat. They have okay. Kitty Pride as Shadow Cat in this. Also, uh, Beast, Cable, Banshee, Archangel. Did Gambit um, make the cut? Gambit, yes, of course. He had to. It was early 90s. Gambit nice. was all there was. <laughs> Very cool. And uh oh, long shot. Long shot. I don't think I even this. know that X-Men. Oh, he's got four fingers. He's lucky. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's I um, seen that at a convention too, not too long ago. And another quick one. Just I know not I don't remember ever even playing it, but I bought it. Nice spawn. Yeah, it looks cool that the box it's art alone literally just a mat literally that's it that's it I, just a display I just, piece it's, it's just a display piece and i've had i've had both of these since i was a kid though wow um so this was 95 you get spawn and x-men i get the great put on yeah <laughs> you know i win look at this look one at also, those figures too again with the little plastic figures. figures yeah same sort of thing they're just gray but they look great there's not as many of them but they really are cool a lot of um a lot of detail for like you know this this era of gaming i mean this is this is not a warhammer game you know this is just right game you bought i bought this at kb i think kb toys nice i had brought up to you i said similar similar thing i've received as a gift hero quest you oh yeah remember that game and that came with awesome little figures and had a cool mm-hmm. map Never had anyone to play with, so I never played the game, and it, it must have got sold at a tag sale or something like that. But now, it just I know the name. Cool. Was that the Marvel one or no? I don't think so. I don't think no. Marvel put it out. But I do think something with Warhammer is tied to it. 
Okay. Hero Quest, like I know the name a hundred percent. Um, I'm just trying to remember. Oh, oh yeah, totally. With the barbarian oh, yeah. on the cover. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it looks totally like Conan. Thing. Um, and um, they just did a Kickstarter. They have a new Hero Quest that you can buy now at like board game stores, and they have expansion packs. Neat. And um, yeah, so you can play the old board game with this new stuff too. Nice. Wicked cool. Yeah, it it kind of looks uh similar. Like the the pieces are nicer, but they're still just one color. Um, the ones I'm looking at anyway. That's right, really cool. Right. Before I do people remember, got into painting them and stuff. Right. I, I remember that there was a Marvel one that was like the knockoff, and I just can't remember what it was called, but I did have it. And it didn't last long at all. It was a failure. And I remember that the initial set came out and I bought it, and it had like <clears throat> I don't know, maybe 12 characters. And okay. then they were gonna release two. They they had like on the box it said about the two expansion packs that were going to have six characters each or four characters each or something. And uh, they never came out. They never oh. came out. The game just didn't do well, but it was a similar thing where you would have, you know, it's, it's like a hybrid D- dungeons and dragons. Like you have a, there's a story you have to figure out and make mm-hmm. up and do stuff. And, but I played it a few times and just, it, it's a matter of like, yeah, you need people. So. Right. So that's that, you know, it was hard back in the day. If, mm. uh, you know, your kids, your friends that are young, they don't want to lead the, read this long instruction booklet on how to play the game and set it up. And it's like, oh, or be, you know, tied down to a game for hours and hours. I mean, right. They'd rather play Nintendo, maybe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, right. I like I like shorter games anyway. So, I mean, most of the ones we're talking about are not like tabletop mm-hmm. like games as as you know, you think of these are just, you know, more more like broad marketed board games you know 15 minutes right here for, for yeah <laughs> it's about only anybody could stand of it all right i got another one from parker right. brothers this nice. this came out in um 1987 i don't know okay. if you guys ever heard of this but it is called monster mash oh i remember that oh okay so it's a matching game you have this little um main main thing here where it has three sections of a monster eyes mouth and feet and you press the button at the top and it's going to randomize what nice. those are and you have cards on the table um and you have to match the monster and you have these little um hands on a stick and on on the hand is a suction cup so then you, you, whack, you it. whack it and you pick up the card and then if it's right you know you win nice. i remember the uh the the song the, the monster yeah. mash oh, yeah. the i don't know if that that, I don't know if it went with the game, but they probably, I'm sure, used the name because of the song. No, no, I, I just mean I remember the the song that that associated with the with the commercial. Oh, oh I see. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember specifically a commercial for this. I, I this is this is a vague memory. I do I like seeing the package. I I do recall it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is mine from childhood. So nice. oh, nice. Definitely cool. And it's in good shape and no mold. So I'm happy yeah. about that. <laughs> That's we'll awesome. Break, break this out for October. That's a cool one to have. Yeah. Um, well, I have I have to mention, I don't have it, but I have to mention this game. Uh my co-host on Retro Reductibus, 8-Bit Alchemy, uh asked me to mention Boltenstein. I don't know if you guys know Boltenstein. It's a uh, it's a neat game. It came out in I think the the nineties. Ninety four in Tom Tommy put it. Ninety four, yeah. And uh, it's it's kind of it almost looks like a three D operation, 
in like you know the Frankenstein character, he's kind of like a kind of super deformed, cutesy. Like, oh yeah, huh? look at that. And he's he's lying down, and um, and you, you know, the board is him, so you control like little um, mad scientists, and you just travel around his body, and depending on like what you roll or something, I, I don't know. If, I think it's dice. Um, you put bolts into his body in various places and then you can turn them and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Like sometimes his arm will lift, sometimes his foot will lift. And the point of the game is to go around and you have to collect three lightning bolts and then you have enough power to bring Boltenstein to life. So nice. once you have the three bolts, uh, you have to go down into a certain spot and you uh, you can throw the the toggle and the, uh, you have a chance to bring him to life. He, wow. he may or may not may come or to not. life. Oh, okay. And he's 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 battery operated, um, so he has he makes sounds and stuff when he comes to life. Nice. And honestly, it's it's just a very simple game that is very unique. Like it's not like the greatest game ever, but man, is it unique in the world of these board games? Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. And again, like we were talking about Tornado Rex, like yeah. that was probably Tasmanian Devil. Obviously, they couldn't get the license to call this like mm-hmm. Frankenstein's monster game or whatever. So they're like, Boltenstein, and the yeah. kids will know what it is. Yeah, yeah. they get it. it. Makes sense. It's like yeah. Castlevania. Right, right, right. Yeah, that looks so, pretty sweet. Well, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Remember that one. I wanted to make sure I mentioned that. I got a I got a wild one on my list. I don't think anyone's going to know about this, and I was surprised I still had it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is um, Milton Bradley. Ready, set, spaghetti. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I yeah, that one. Yeah, you got to uh, twist up the. It's like yarn or whatever. Shows the back of it. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, so you're making the board is a like a pasta dish. Okay, it's got spaghetti on it and tomato sauce and then you're putting in mushrooms green peppers um meatballs and stuff and you have a spoon with a fork in it and there's like yarn and you have to twist up the um the spaghetti you know how you I, would that twist is up. so funny i don't and think for like each one. like piece that you remove you can you have more slack in the string to twist it up Right here, I'll, re- I'll read the description real fast in case you guys are getting lost here. It says, grab a fork and twirl up a heaping helping of the most <laughs> unusual spaghetti you've ever seen. It's a tangle <laughs> of red, green, orange, and blue spaghetti spring, all topped with 100% natural plastic meatballs, mushrooms, peppers, onions, and tomatoes. Will oh you be God. the first to wind up your spaghetti onto your fork? I hope Use so. your I hope noodle so. to remove the right toppings and untangle your spaghetti. Then twist your fork to take up the slack. But be careful. If you take off the wrong toppings, your opponent c- could twist and win. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Definitely uh, an interesting one. And I love I love the box art on it. Yeah. It's got yeah. this kid with, like, shades, like, total 90s. Total 90s. His collar. Grandma's oh, yeah. getting in on it. <laughs> and Uncle Eddie Spaghetti in the middle there. That's it. And the dog. Oh, even man, the dog so down good. there. That's great. I love spaghetti. it. I miss like, I miss that 90s attitude. That me too. That 90s glasses all the time, cocksure, way too ex- everything could nothing's extreme enough. Right. You can't right. have enough extreme. Oh my god. Totally. It was like everything's extreme or extreme gross. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's 
the 90s. It's the sound of the 90s. That's right. It is. Yeah. I think so. Did you add this one on here, Jay? You put Mario and Zelda game? So, yeah, I added that um, because of the Nintendo oddities. I don't know. Do you own either one of those, Russ? Mm Mm-mm. So I sadly don't either. They're on my list of stuff to get. They're kind of expensive and a lot of times they're missing pieces. But um, I think it was, I don't exactly know what year, maybe 88, 89. But there was a Mario and Zelda game created a board game to go along with the video game. Neat. Try to get some info look up quick here. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I knew that. Maybe I knew that. It seems like I would know that, but I don't know. I got nothing right now. Mm, what's what's tough is there's a lot of new like you could get Mario Monopoly and like all these other games coming up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see the hundred and forty dollars on yep, Etsy that's here. Why I don't own it. <laughs> wow. This is well, this is the Legend of Zelda one. So are, they're separate games, right? Yes, they are. Okay, yeah. So I mean, the box art looks awesome. It's that very early Link, and he's fighting Azora on top of the box there. Exactly. Yep. That's so the that one. looks sweet. And then it's a top-down board game, and it has three dungeons on one side. And on the other side, you got the woods, the water, and the desert. And yeah, it looks pretty sweet. I don't know how it plays, but... Yeah, I don't either, unfortunately, because I don't have it. The, and the Mario board game is like, it's almost like a singular level of Mario where you're trying to like get him past like Bowser. Hmm. Oh, I gotcha. It's like, it's like there's warp pipes and then there's like a dungeon. It's like uh, above the ground and below kind of, and then like above the below. Neat. It's always interesting when they try to turn a video game into a board game. It's like, how yeah. is that going to translate? Yeah. And you collect little coins right. and that kind of thing. So yeah, Excellent. it's, it's, it's true. It's like anything becoming a board game. Cause it's not starting out with a, with a novel idea necessarily. Like, you know, the best board games that, you know, I think the stand the test of time started out as just a really great novel, different idea for a fun game. So if the point is to just real quick hurry up and translate something, be it a movie or a show or a video game, and just turn it into a board game, usually mm-hmm. they're not that good. And that's why the Spawn thing, like, it's like, yeah, I didn't even care. I just wanted it. Because um, of Spawn, yeah. It's because of Spawn, because, like, that was the 90s. But um, that, yeah, there, there's there's a lot like that, but they were just okay. Actually, actually, I have one here. <clears throat> this one is also were made in 88, by the way. Oh, oh okay. 1988. All right, you guys ready for this one? This is another license game that's really not that good, but hell, f- it. I don't care. Can we swear on this? Are we not <laughs> I'll have to, to beat swear? that out. Oh, okay. right. I'll make sure that's the only one. Are right, you guys ready? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. Based on the animated, yeah. Winged Warriors, so, Warriors fight a crime. Yeah, so this is actually, it is kind of a cool looking board. Oh, that's you guys sick. Can see. I like how it's oh wow, like it goes vertical. Yeah, it goes vertical. It's just, it's just honestly pretty chintzy when you get it all together. It's just cardboard, and it it's sort of warped over time. Oh and, yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. It's just true. not that good of a game, but man, it was gargoyle, so I had to hang on to it. So there yeah, it is. absolutely with that property. Yeah, I just love it, but. Yeah, uh, as far as actual good games, I got two more. I got to make sure I talk about. Okay, done, so. what do we got? I don't have to go right now. I mean, I, I'll, I'll throw going. in the one game that I, besides the Mario and Zelda game that I could contribute. Um, shark Attack, 1992, Milton Bradley. Totally. It was like the yep. little shark that went around the circle. Yeah, yep. get the fishes. 
and it had a pretty clever uh song and i just remember the end it's like it's coming it's coming it's coming to get you you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's all about the marketing with me. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it sticks in your brain these... and then you tell your mom, you know, I want to get shark attack. It sounds so awesome. It's, yeah. it's got butt rock, ma. The video's got, the commercial's got butt rock. I got to, I, I got to buy the game now. That's it's right. like, it really, butt rock really works on me. I don't know what to tell you, ma. You really want it. I would say side note with some of these board games. So like, okay, mom goes to the store, gets the board game, gets home. And then mm-hmm. you realize I need batteries for the shark. Oh, oh yeah. Or it's not going to work. Worst. And oh, then you don't course. have batteries. So like the games well, always remember the batteries. Oh, then you have absolutely. to steal them out of the remote. Yeah. That's the joke. Like that was always the joke growing up, like Christmas morning, we'd, we'd open something and, you know, mom would have forgotten or dad or whoever would have forgotten the, uh, the, Oh my gosh, it, it takes six D's. Oh, we don't have six D's laying around. Right. Oh, right, right. man. <laughs> Everything took D's exactly. in the eighties. Ah, D's and C's. D's and C's. Oh, <laughs> big. Oh my gosh! I'm so glad to be free of these D's and C's and nine volts. Or, or if you uh, needed like a a double A, you had a triple A, and vice versa. If you had a triple, yeah. needed a triple A, had a double A. Yeah, and lined up. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the sometimes the battery life would would kill something for me too. Like like oh, because it, it was like fun. draining. It's just like it's fun, but it's not worth the amount. Even when they came out with you know rechargeable batteries and battery packs, like you remember, like toys like race cars or something, right? Like that. And it has a rechargeable pack with it. It comes with it, but like you know, you're you're charging it for two hours so you can get fifteen minutes of play time. Right, right, right. You got to yeah, almost do something do. else for two hours. Right, and then if you didn't have the rechargeable batteries and they literally took D's or something, it's like oh. Man, it's just the worst. <laughs> Sometimes it would just be too too expensive to run the thing, and you, you only get to play it a few times. That's it. That's it. Yeah. But um, I have uh, so so my second to last one here is my second to favorite board game of all time. Okay, nice. um, let's see it. All right. So Russ, while he's doing that, uh, I just sent you a text. RC cars. We should totally do one on RC cars. There were so many rad RC cars in the 80s and 90s. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is a really sure. good one. That is a good one. We haven't done that either. That that's actually a good a good topic. We made yeah. perfect future yeah. episodes. Okay. Yeah. This is one I think everybody knows. You can already nice. see it. I can see it. Dude, that's so sick looking. Fireball Island, baby. They're the original. Look at that. Because they do have a re-release you can get at Target currently. Mm-hmm. But this is the, the original one. Yeah, the, the oh, re-release. I, th- I think the new one's called Volcar's Revenge. Um, oh, okay. Some or something. But yeah, Fireball <laughs> Island colon whatever. But this is the original as far as I'm concerned. Let's see if I can. The box The box is huge, obviously. Oh, yeah. You can see. So I just want to show you the, the back art. It shows what the board looks like. Can you I see? Love the... It's three-dimensional. That's so cool. Right. It comes up can, can just like, a, a, you know, the terrain. You can see it the water. Different tracks for the marbles to go down. Very right. cool. So this is another blow molded three dimensional topographical uh, game board, just like t- Tornado Rex. It's one piece, which is the I mean, the board is just so incredibly big. The box is so big. Um, so, yeah, you just pull it out. It's all all set up. You just have some different cards and uh, there's little little adventurer characters that you play as. And it's really just about like 
you have to accomplish one goal before getting to the end. So it's not a mad dash to the end. You have to um, collect uh, the jewel. There's like a red ruby. And wow. um, there's only one. And the point is to be the first adventurer mm-hmm. to capture it and then get to the end. But the other the other players can steal the ruby. Oh, nice. <clears throat> so that it's really, it. yeah. So it draws it out. It's great. It's really great. And if, uh, you know, fireballs, sometimes, uh, depending if, so if you roll a one, you have to, you have to roll a fireball, which is a, one of the marbles. So there is a central like tiki God head mm-hmm. and that's Volcar, and he's in the, the top and he's kind of the, the mascot and he has one in his mouth, but there's other places around the board that are small volcanoes and you, they're just, the fireballs are just little red marbles and you just put them there. And um, yeah, so the deal is like, if you roll a one, you're supposed to roll the one closest to you. So it has the highest chance of hitting you. And uh, it, it may hit you. It may not. It's, I mean, sometimes, uh, you know, unexpected things happen and you're lucky. It, it rolls just right. And do, do, I've seen it go right around somebody so many times and <laughs> That's you just, awesome. never think that that would happen. But the, uh, you know, when that happens and you're carrying the jewel, the jewel is now not in your possession anymore. Gotcha. It gets knocked out of your pouch. And there are other, <laughs> there are also other like, um, uh, there are cards that um, can facilitate you stealing the jewel from another player. And oh, okay. It, so you can really, draw a card and gotcha. Yeah. So you have a certain amount of cards in your hand. And, and if you pass another player, there's like a way, to, I, I can't remember how the turn goes, but you can, there's a point where you can play cards and you can just put down the steel gem card. But there's also a card that is, uh, it's called the fake jewel card. And uh, if the other player has a fake jewel card, mm-hmm. then they can immediately play that. And then you you just you just don't get the jewel. You get the fake um, jewel. So it's, it's really fun. There's like, uh, you know, I played it a million times as a kid. And, um, you know, it, it was always interesting. You always wondered what, it, what the, the gameplay was going to be like. And it was... A very fun adventure game. So nice. Fireball still, Island. Still holds up. Sweet. Mousetrap. We were gonna add Mousetrap to the list. When did it come out, Jay? 1963. Like what? So, it seems like such an 80s game. It is. And and see, like, even though we did an episode on our podcast about 90s toys that didn't come out in the 90s, I still got that wrong. That does. I fell into the trap. Because <laughs> every, every time, every <laughs> I did. Every generation just assumes that all the toys that they played with when they were a kid were their toys and no one else's. And in fact, they just re-release the same stuff every like 10 years or so. Right. I did not know about Mousetrap being 1963. It just perfected the marketing by the time we got to play with it. Now, I I wonder the 1963 version, was it like plastic form things or was it like a metal cage like i wonder how uh, the pieces uh, look sh- different I'm good sure question it was slightly uh, different yeah good question i mean yeah i don't i don't know uh looks like it uh, looks like then wait no that's definitely a newer version i'm looking i'm trying to look on uh google images here i mean that's what's tough when searching it because there's so many versions you know there's probably yeah. an 80s version this is a, this is a 1966 version yeah and it looks plastic oh yeah it looks about the looks same very, yeah, similar. very similar so that's crazy i'm really that's, glad you, know, you brought my that brother up. was out my brother was a kid yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That's a that's a big one actually for me. I, I 
I kind of always forget this, but that was a game I remember distinctly begging my mom to buy for years. And there was something about it. I don't know if it was the the number of pieces or, Mm -hmm. or what it was, but there was something about it that she just was like adamant that she did not want that in the house. (laughs) And it was, we eventually got it and I was so excited and it was just weird. I'm like, why is it this big a deal? It's just like, is it expensive? That I remember thinking that, like, is it like a really expensive game mod? She's like, no, it's about the same as everything. I'm like, well, why can't we get it? And she's like, I don't know. Probably, probably don't she didn't know. want to set it all up. I just think she didn't want to set it all up. Kid. 20 minute setup time. But the deal is you build the mousetrap as you go. So it's not even like there's a setup be prior to do at right. the beginning. Oh, that's right? true. It is like it's, you kind of build it as you go. That's yeah, true. you build it as you go. It's a fun game. It's very different. So you know, just a big Rube Goldberg device, and it's a great game. See, that's a novel concept right there. So, so that game, and then another game that seems like it should be an '80s game, but isn't Twister. Uh, well, I, I knew that was what. What's the year? Sixty-six. Sixty-six. Okay. Yeah, I knew that came out a while ago. See, that feels to me like a '60s game. They had like, the song. Like the, do the twister like you had well no you, you had to be on serious drugs to come up with twister you're like well what's the party game oh we're all gonna get together because we're friends so that means that we're gonna strew like we're gonna lay our bodies on top of each other and make human pretzels because That's we're it. friends and, and it's like well we're not yeah we're friends but we're not like not we're not that, like close. that close so we're like you know so hey how's it going kind of friends apparently yeah Left foot green. I love. I love in uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey when they're playing. Oh yeah, playing against Twister death. with death. Yeah, and his foot comes yeah, out. And like, oh, oh God! Oh. <laughs> Classic scene. Good stuff. So I had two games I was going to bring up that are based off of game shows, kids' game shows. Oh, okay. Which I don't nice. know if people really remember it. I saw my box for this, but you guys remember Fun House? Yeah, I do remember Fun House. I remember the show for sure. Yeah. The this, game, uh, I didn't I didn't know there was one. Yeah, let's see. 88, this came out. Oh, wow. Um, so it's almost like in the, the TV show itself, you're doing like random obstacles and stuff like that. And in the in the board game, it has kind of like smaller obstacles that you can do with like marbles. <laughs> you're rolling a marble <laughs> up a lot of stuff. Let's see what the back says here. Um, everything. Step right up and get ready to enter the exciting and challenging. The Fantastic Fun House. Children of all ages can complete in a dozen <laughs> different action-packed games of skills and test their knowledge on a wide right. range of questions and answers. Who will score the highest to be the first to reach the finish line? Step right up and see for yourself. Play Fun House, the thrilling home version of the popular TV game show. Very exciting. Somebody hire this man to do voiceover work. <laughs> I I just, I just want to know, does it come with a, a little... Uh, a little figurine of uh, of JD Roth because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw him on the box there on the front. Oh, maybe, huh? There he is in the green. Nice. There, that, that's him right there. He was just like he was like a ninety or eighties, nineties. Like, yeah. Oh, it's not. It's just a drawing. They they didn't get. They didn't want to pay JD Roth his likeness rights. <laughs> yeah, oh man. Drug, he drug. he was just a host of a bunch of bunch of random like kid game shows. Like Mark so, Summers was. Yeah, Mark right. Summers is who I think of. Well, yeah, we were going to say, I also used to have a game, Double Dare. Mm-hmm. 
which was again similar to what the game show was it came with a bunch of like props and you had i remember something with like you had a helmet with uh like a fork on it and you would have to throw rings and catch it on your that's your helmet um and you, you would have a timer so it'd be like Silly stuff like that. So you also do need a lot of like room. You can just play this right. in the living room. You got all right. Move the coffee table. Move some <laughs> chairs. We're playing Double Dare tonight. That's right. It's gonna be family Double Dare. We're getting Grandma involved. <laughs> and after that, we're gonna play Twister and see if she breaks a hit. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I had that. I had Double Dare, and I remember being very disappointed by it. I was so in love with that show, and I remember I had a Double Dare birthday party the year wow nice I got that and it just didn't turn out to be much of a double there but i think maybe we had plates with the logo on it okay th- the idea was you know we were going to all play the game outside and it was going to be this spectacular amazing thing and it just was just not but just let you know, down it is so i got i got one more okay this is, this is my favorite board game of all time right you guys ready for ready. this this ready is a big for it. All right. bring it on all right here we go all right, bring it on kind of another big box here Big box. Okay. My favorite box art of all time, too. Oh, yeah. I Look at this game. thing. Look at this. The this Omega Virus. So, awesome. so good. Yeah, the Omega Virus. Uh, AVGN did a full full video review he, on he this. He did. Too. He did. And I loved it because it's like, oh, my God. that like Nobody ever talked about this game. It was just this random thing that I bought. And uh, I, I, I was absolutely obsessed with playing this game. I loved it so much. You could... Um, actually set the length of the game because there's a computer and uh you know it it's like the bummer with it though it kind of kills it because when that stops working you can't play the game anymore you oh cannot. so you can't like, it, change the it batteries runs it? yeah well it, yeah you can but if eventually it stops working you're done oh. there's there's literally no way it's basically the dungeon master it tells you it runs the game it runs the whole game yeah uh and you're these great little uh astronaut guys and you're going around the the story is you're trying to save this this uh station here actually i'm gonna i'm gonna pull a russ here and i'm gonna read the back <laughs> read right the here. back to us all right all right here we go <clears throat> the battle to save earth begins you're a highly trained commando on board battle sat one earth's military satellite station your mission to destroy the dreaded omega virus a computer entity that has taken control of the station. Every second counts as it begins to aim the station's plasma weapons toward Earth. Dash down pathways, dart into docking bays, and race into rooms. I love all the fast verbs. (laughs) Dart, dash, race into rooms as you search the station for high-tech weaponry and hunt for the virus. Beware, the virus knows where you are and what you found. It can attack you at any time, and so can your fellow commandos. As the virus spreads throughout the station, whole sectors shut down. Hurry! Only minutes are left. Find the virus and destroy it to win. If time runs out, the virus wins, and Earth is doomed. Wow. (laughs) Love it. I'm worried. So you could lose that game. You could all play. You could, you know, it was a cooperative game, and you could lose. Because if you didn't accomplish what you were trying to do, the, the so the the voice of the computer it would talk. It talked the entire time, nice. and there, it did two voices. It did the good computer voice, and then it did which was helpful and would like tell you to do to tell you like helpful things. Mm-hmm. And then there was the evil computer, the Omega virus, 
and he would taunt you and he would taunt the computer. That's awesome. And uh, he would call you <laughs> fool a lot. He's like, you fools. And uh, yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was amazing. It's great. Oh, it's so I imagine. Good. Yeah. So you good. I wish, I wish I could like just have a wall of that art. Like yeah. the entire wall is just the Omega virus. <laughs> I love it so much. And the, so the board was pretty interesting how it would like flip if it if oh, that right. was sectored off. Right. That's what would happen. Oh, and you so, could get crushed, right? Or something. Yeah, you would die if you were in there or something like that. And you had also you had these little R2D2 looking probes. They were just called probes. And you could send them off. Because really the 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 actual game is like you're essentially checking a bunch of rooms. And every room you have to physically check and, and the computer will tell you if you found something or not or or whatever. But yeah, so as you're, as the time is is running out, sectors mm-hmm. will close. And so it's like what he said. So it's essentially like the corners of the board have a seam on the board and it's, it's able to actually fold and it would attach to the main computer console like in the center. So like, even though it's only just cardboard, really, it was it was like really, really well made. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what it cost when it first came out, but like seeing the quality now, it's like, wow, compared to other games that were out, I bet this was kind of an expensive game. Way more expensive than Mousetrap, for sure. Oh, yeah. It, for is, sure. is it something you could take apart and fix? Does it have like screws on it? To, or... Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I mean, like I couldn't do it, it but... Maybe like somebody could like yeah. a new, uh, I don't know if my game. copy, I don't know for sure that my copy isn't working technically. I'm just saying like theoretically. If it was, yeah. If it yeah. happened to, you don't know where you, you like you, the program yeah, chip or whatever, or, or yeah. the code. Essentially you got to get another one. Now like, I'm going to go to eBay know. and have to buy this. Oh yeah. The imagine. Omega virus. It's, Let's uh, see what the I price is going I on. EBay. I don't know what it's going for at all. It, I don't think it's really worth money. It's, it's like, it's not really, I don't Excellent. think it's that remembered. Um, I think it should be, I think it should be very much more remembered. It's really cool. Um, 1992. There's one by why is shipping so much? It was $40, but shipping's $43. Oh yeah. yeah it looks like that's... 60 to 80 bucks is about the going rate. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not, that's not, I mean, it's 80s a bit ridiculous, but that's not too bad. If you can find one at like a, uh, you know, local place that sells such things. Maybe check a convention. Swat a, oh, yeah. Swat Here's, wow, $249. All right. I'm going to have to start checking every thrift store I go because I want this. Because <laughs> you're right. That, that, that artwork is so rad. It Isn't reminds it? me of like Cobra or something. <laughs> I know. It's so good. It really is so good. Yeah. Nice. It. Well, hey, those were some 80s and 90s boards games that, uh, you know, we're jumping into the nostalgia mm-hmm. and talking about. And it's definitely a good time having Steve on the show. If people want to yeah. listen to your podcast or check it out, where, where can they find you? Yeah. So uh, your podcast listening app of choice, just look up Retro Redoctopus. Redoctopus is a made up word. Uh, but it is just basically R.I.D. and Octopus. So it's Retro Redoctopus. For all your, your your retro needs, we do cover a lot of fun stuff and we have a good time. There's three of us and we also, um, <clears throat> every week we change hosting duties. So uh, every episode we have, um, you know, if if I'm running the episode this week, then it'll be my co-star Nintendo next week and maybe mm-hmm. 8 Alchemy after that. So it just kind of keeps it fresh and we all yeah. get to like have our, our, you know, chance to see the ship fun stuff 
Also, uh, if you're into uh, reading, I do. I am also an author. I do write books of uh, the horror variety and the dark fantasy variety. My latest book is Mark of the Witch Worm, and you can find that on roughhousepublishing.com. There's various versions. There's a really cool exclusive hardcover version with a ton of extras still available on Roughhouse Publishing, only available on roughhousepublishing.com. I actually got the cup too. See, look, see that? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. a, I got our mug too. Oh, see? <laughs> nice. Nice. And as I so, mentioned, uh, yeah, week, check it I'll out. buy it some point. No. <laughs> well, awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Sweet. thanks for having me on, guys. It was a uh, super fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and you guys gonna check me out at Russ Lyman. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube's, and you can check out the podcast every Saturday at 7 a.m. Jay, where can we find you? Yeah, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all everything's NES addict. It's all the same. It's all the same to me. It's all the same nice. to me, baby. Nice. Excellent, guys. Well, great chat with you. I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. And as always, I'm Russ Lyman. And keep your world fun bit by bit. Have a great weekend, guys. See you. <laughs>